following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Debaucherous bells, rotten jack smells, the nightmare laid an egg. This conversation's lost its wheels, Nally Cat ran away. Hey, welcome to Common Debauchery with your hosts, Rotten Jack and the Nightmare. Ho, ho, ho! Jolly old Saint Nick here, reminding you that Common Debauchery may contain subject matter that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Listener discretion is advised. So be a good little boy and girl and change the channel if you're not old enough to be listening to these two angry elves today. And have a Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, joined by my main man, Rotten Jack. What's up, buddy? It's the holly jolly season. It is the holly jolly days, for sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm kind of ready for Christmas to be done. You know, I enjoy it. To an extent. But I, the fact I that would, it starts like before Thanksgiving nowadays, like I'm just done. Well, and you know, there's the stress of buying gifts and all kinds of other stuff. It's just it's just frustrating at times. Um, you know, and it's one of those things for me that I I look at it like, you know, it starts so early, it's in your face, and then it just becomes such a such a project by the end. So mm-hmm. like my my current work schedule, um, is going to be interesting because like this week. So if you if you're hearing this, it's Tuesday or later. Um, I am scheduled to work two or three doubles back to back, which will take me right into Christmas Eve. Then it's the Nightmare Family Christmas celebration. Then I go come home, go to bed, and go back to work for an eight hour day shift on Saturday. And then get out of that and go to the Alley Cat family Christmas appetizer dinner function that so we're doing. So there's no sleep. No sleep. No sleep till dinner. New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much what it feels like. Um, because then, you know, the following, like, uh, then we're, di- we're actually meeting at my parents' house at some point on Sunday to do... Um, Christmassy thing, Chris, like just to yeah. do, like gift exchange and hang yeah. out for a bit, uh, because Christmas Eve is going to be so rushed this year. So then, like, then there's the Bills game, which is a big, a huge game. All of a sudden, like all of a sudden, we're back in the division race, and it's a huge one on 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 Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, and then it's Monday again, and we're going to be talking about New Year's. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be. I, I'm already tired. I'm preemptively tired. Oh, I feel bad for you already. Yep, preemptively tired here. Mm. So, but uh, we're we're still talking the holidays nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, because despite all the, like, the adulthood of Christmas kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, Christmas is definitely for kids. Like, as an adult, I'm kind of indifferent to Christmas. Like, I don't. I like it, but, like, I don't really care because, like, I'm not a kid. I, I don't like, have kids. I like the tradition behind it, you know, yeah. and like I'm I'm the guy that like you know, it's a tradition and you don't fuck with tradition. Um, sure, you know it, it's just one of those things for me too that like I our family has had this long standing like Christmas Eve function um, that we've done for uh, longer than even my dad's been alive, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's changed so much over the years and it's gotten a little different. Um, a lot a lot of it just based in. Like the family changing, growing, people passing, new kids, so on and so forth. Right. Um, you know, and it, and it just 
it's tough because you have there's just so much to do and when like when you're when, when you're a kid you don't realize how much there is to do because you don't have to do any of it no you just got to get in the car and go yeah put put on your uh, put on your fancy pants for dinner and get get to work um so good yeah okay yeah um, I just wanted to be turned up a little bit. Yeah. So sorry about that little technical difficulty there. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's you, you put on your fancy pants and like and now I'm hard pressed to even put on a pair of jeans to go to this thing. Right. And like the cook, like in the cooking and the food is great. But like, you know, and I, I, I think the the state of the world with the pandemic has affected it a lot. Like yeah. last you know, two years ago, or last year, we did it via Zoom, um, which was fun and kind of, you know, got to talk to the family and stuff like that. But then like. You ended up with, you know, all right, well, it's kind of weird to, like, overhear your chattery conversation and our chattery conversation and the third family that's, like, the right. third part of the family that's zooming in, like, their chattery conversation. And then, like, somebody yells over the crowd, like, you know, hey, Jim, how's your new job? And you're like, wait, what? And then, like, you know, the internet lags up. So we're like, all yeah. right, we, we hit a point where, like, all right, guys, you know, we're going to, you know, Merry Christmas. Good. To, hopefully we see you guys in person next year. But we're going to go and do our thing. Yeah, right. So, but, uh, yeah. So is your family big, like, the Christmas Eve thing? Yeah. I think that's, like, a big Polish thing. It is. Because my family is always, uh, like, Christmas Eve has always been, um, like, all the extended family. We all get together at my aunt's house. Uh, it's the one time a year that I get, like, the good Polish food. Like, oh, I get the pidogi and the, 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 all the Polish sausage and, all the good stuff. It's the only time of year I really get it. So I absolutely love Christmas because of that. Uh, and then Christmas Day has always been just with your immediate family at home. Right. At least within my my family. So when my uh, when my mom's uh, parents were alive, my grandparents on my mom's side, uh, Christmas Day was with them. You know, and, and you right. know, it was church in the morning and, you know, that whole song and dance and pony show. But... Uh, you know, we we've we've moved past that in my household. Um, but you know, with my grandparents passing years back, like um, nobody in my mom on my mom's side of the family lives nearby, mm -hmm. so we don't do anything with them. Uh, so it's it's kind of become an easy thing for you know me and my sister. Uh, yes, for those listening at home, I do have there is a uh, a female version of whatever the hell you'd consider me. Um, that's a scary thought. Oh, uh, dude, you uh, you haven't met her yet. No. Yeah. Which is slightly depressing because me and you have been good friends for quite a while at this point. Uh, I mean, I've been on this show with you for almost a year. She's almost a year at this point, and I still haven't met her. She's very busy. Um, I don't even know how many times like other other friends of ours uh, like, like had I had I not known like from like your your parents talking about her and like her husband and stuff like that i would think that you were making this shit up that she didn't actually exist yeah and because and, and it's it's not like we don't like each other or anything like we just don't see each other right because she's super busy she has a you know a full-time job she has two or three other jobs on top of that she owns two horses that she like yeah. helps take care of those horses and a few other horses at the stable uh, like because she so uh my martial arts career began when i was younger and when i started martial arts she started riding horses so we we sat down at a dinner table one day, and my parents were like, "Well, you know, you're playing softball. He's playing baseball. What do you get? We're gonna let you guys do one other hobby, like one other thing. It, it can be a sport. It can be whatever." And I went, "I want to be a Ninja Turtle." And my sister said, "I want to ride ponies." 
And that's, you know, as the, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Uh, I became a martial artist, and she started riding horses. What, uh, what, I don't think I ever asked you, what belt did you ever get to uh, martial I got, arts? I got to my black belt. Oh, and, did you? Um, that little sidebar, I mean, that's, you know, you asked. So, uh, my style, it's called Shotokan, and it's, um, it's not your traditional, like, storefront, what we'd refer to as a McDojo. Yeah. You know, the little pop-up, like... You come, you pay for a while. Eventually, your general get, sews dojo. Yeah, like, and you know, you come, you pay your dues, and you know, every three months you get a new stripe on your belt, and then yeah. after you know three years, like, and I, I had a family member who uh, who went to one of those, and it took me. I started when I was four, and it took me till I was thirteen to get my black belt. He got his in about a year and a half to two years. Um, he was not very good. No, so. Um, you know, and it's just one of those things. So, like, my style is governed by an international organization. So, like, when you get your black belt, you test in front of, like, my first test for my black belt was in front of 36 of the best in the world in my style. I damn near shit a brick. I uh, yeah. So, my, my teacher, this is, and so this is a fun story. Uh, my teacher, we were at this thing, it was called, it, it's called Master Camp. So, they... The organization in North America would throw two camps. One was in May and one was in the fall. Uh, Master camp was in May and fall camp was in fall, obviously, because it's called fall camp. Why, why would you throw fall camp in the spring? It doesn't make sense. I would do it just to fuck with people. Yeah, and that's why you're not in the. That's why you weren't invited. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we, you had to go and like schedule like your when you, when you, we, we would go for testing. Like your teacher didn't test you. Uh, we would get we got together with. Um, like our, our, uh, screw it. Our dojo would get together with, there was, uh, so we were the Alden Shotokan Karate Club and there was the Buffalo Shotokan Karate Club and the Rochester Shotokan Karate Club. Uh, the guy who ran the Buffalo Club was my teacher's teacher. Okay. And then like, the, then like in his, his group changed hands once. And then like the Rochester group changed hands because people move and stuff like that. Sure, so people sure, take sure. over and keep it going. Uh, so every two to three months, we would go to either Rochester or uh, where the where the Buffalo Club would train, and we would f- like bring in the head of the or- of the organization for the U.S. from had their headquarters in Philadelphia. We'd bring him in, and he would oversee the testing with the three teachers. So like your teacher couldn't just be like, "Guys, we really like I need to pass this kid because if I don't, he's gonna quit." Like it was literally yeah. like the 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 guy whose name was uh, we it was Hiro Okazaki. His whole thing was like. If you're not worth it, like if you're not good enough, you're not getting, you're not passing. Right. So it took a while, right? Because you, you know, you may like, all right, you're going to go up like half a rank. So, you know, it every every belt had a number associated with, it, and then it was kind of an A and a B. Sure, sure. Um, and it took, so it took a while, you know, and it, and it was a long, long track for me. But we've derailed from Christmas. This I, is what we do, though. I've gotten some. Uh, yeah, that's why it's in the in the bumper at the front. Yeah. This conversation always loses its wheels. Yeah, hard, hard lost the wheels there. But uh, yeah, so you know, and it, it's cool because like I, I would get like cool stuff for like Christmas that was like martial arts related. Yeah. Um. That those are some of the gifts I can talk about. I was, I was very uh, distinctly instructed to not talk about other gifts that we, I received from the hunting realm of our family. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, it was, it was cool. So you know, I, I would get like. Um, at one point, and I still have it somewhere in my parents' house, um, like this plaque 
that you would like fasten your belts to as you oh, pass nice. rank. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I have like my, my white belt, my yellow belt, my orange belt, and like all the way up. And then there's a black belt on it. And then I have my black belt that actually has like my name in Japanese yeah. embroidered on it. And then uh, I believe it just says Shotokan Karate on the other tail. So nice. So like, and like that that belt itself was actually a Christmas gift. I just had a generic black belt, and then you know, as part of a Christmas gift, I got that belt, which was kind of like a sign of like you 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 made it. Like you right. were, you know, you've you've cut your teeth as a black belt, and you know, it was one of those things that I I could have went for my second degree, and I probably should have more than once. But uh, I just I loved training. I loved the uh, the you know that side of it. I just never never pushed to go test above that. But I kept training till I was regularly till I was eighteen. Yeah, and then got back into it obviously in the MMA world. But that's a different story. So yeah, but yeah. So I mean, tied it back into Christmas there a little bit. Yeah. What was your uh, What was your favorite gift that you got? That's the thing. Like I don't remember. I really don't remember gifts as kids. I just remember the moments. Like it's just the spending time with, you know, being a little kid and waking up and going downstairs and waking my parents up. And my, you know, my mom sitting in the living room with us and my dad sitting on the stairs with a video camera, you know, with his cup of coffee, just videotaping me and my brother opening Christmas presents. Right. And, you know, throwing, you know, wrapping paper at him or at my mom and stuff like that. I don't really remember, like, gift gifts. Like, you know, I don't really have, like, a favorite. Like, I got, I never... I never went without on Christmas. That's the thing. Like, right. pretty much anything that I wanted, within reason, uh, you know, I got like you know a lot of lot of video games and like movies and DVDs and stuff when I got older. And <laughs> um, I got a set of golf clubs the one year that I think I used once. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I could appreciate that. Um, <coughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't really remember gifts. It's just I remember the the moments with the family that's yeah so like i, I remember when we were th- this was probably the first one i do remember um was getting the regular nintendo because like we didn't get like video games and stuff we got the regular nintendo system when i want to say my sister was five and i was three mm-hmm. and like we didn't get a new video game system until i got a sega dreamcast for christmas right yeah i think we, we talked about this yeah. before yeah so like you know, I like that stuff. I don't remember. Like, I very remember getting. Um, uh, I can't. I can't even talk about that one. But uh, you know, like, there's certain gifts that stand out. But like, I, I agree. I mean, it was. You know, we and we talked about this. Like, one of the God, it had to be. We had to. We we did a very similar episode to this about a year ago, because uh, I remember telling you about like my like the tradi- uh, yeah because we talked about like traditions and stuff and i told you all, like my grandfather being probably the most intimidating version of santa you've ever met yeah, yeah. um so you know like oh, i yeah, like, i remember was, those I'm pretty things. sure that was on the episode of uh, what did your parents lie to you about when you were yeah. a kid or something like that yeah, yeah. uh so we did uh, one of the fun ones and then th- and this always stood out too because like um we had an aunt and uncle that very blatantly liked our other cousins more than they liked us. Okay. And like, it's not like they were a different relation to them. Like they were their aunt and uncle also, but they just had um, a closer relationship. And you would, you would think when you were like, when you're giving gifts, like, like imagine your grandma or your grandma and grandpa and they're being like you and your brother. And then like, you have two cousins like, yeah, you know, and, but you have the same family member. So the say you have the same grandparent and like, 
you open your gift, like a card from them. It's like, oh, you know, Merry Christmas. Here's a $10 bill. And then like they open a new PlayStation from them. And you're like, right. And because we, we had that, like we had oh, shit. like uh, uh, an aunt and uncle that just, you know, and then we found like, it, 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 like we always knew. And like when we were young, young, like we didn't care. Like we, cause we were kids, like right. our, our, and my parents always kind of like were, were keen to it. Um, you know, and then as we got older, like, Oh, your $25 gift card to media play and stuff like that. And then after the fact, it was like, wait, they got those too, but they also unwrapped gifts. And then we found out like a, a year or two later, uh, my one cousin spilled the beans that they got because they would do Christmas with the other side of their family. And, that aunt and uncle would be there too, and they'd get another round of gifts because they didn't want them to feel left out among the other kids at the oh other, from the God. other side. Of the, like, so we're like, cool. I got like a twenty five dollar gift card to media play, and like my cousin got like a drum set and shit. Like it was like weird. Right. It was it was weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was that like that that stuff stands out when I think about it. But like not that's not what I think about when I talk about you know, right. Yeah, the family function, but uh. I used to like it as a kid, too, because, like, my Canadian cousins would come in. I didn't know you had Canadian cousins. I haven't seen them in probably since my my high school graduation. Not even my college graduation, my high school graduation party. Jeez. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, my uncle ended up moving out to Arizona uh, with his new wife, and they have a family, and they do their thing. Um, And his ex-wife and... The cousins, like my uh, my my oldest cousin from that side, who's like right around my age, like him, me, and my sister are like all within a year of each other. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so he he ended up moving out west in Canada. I believe he works for the hydro up there, which is like their power authority. Sure. Um. His younger brother, I know, at one point was like trying to you know, he he was playing bass in a punk band and stuff, and trying to do that. I don't know what he's really. I haven't again. I haven't seen or talked to these. I talked to the oldest one a few like. He tunes into like the the, the uh, to hats, stats, and stats from time to time, and every now and again he'll be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" But like, I mean, I even haven't even heard from him him in that realm for a year and a half now. Yeah, um, I actually just found out from my mom that he had a kid. He, my oh. mom, my mom talks to him from time to time. Oh. Uh, and actually, there's two daughters, there's two girls up there, and one of them's my godchild. And again, haven't seen or spoken to them since mm. you know my high school graduation. So, yeah, it is what it is. Families are weird. Families suck. You can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. Yeah, that's why you're here. You can buddy. pick your nose too. You can even pick the toe jam between your toes. Uh, so, what what are your favorite like holiday traditions then? Ooh. Like outside of outside, outside of, of like like the the family function stuff. Like, what do you what do you like to do? Like Christmassy stuff. Um. So I got into decorating a little bit last year. We didn't decorate outside this year like we did last year. Right. Um, we wanted to, and I was going to use the old stuff that's actually sitting in the box next to you to decorate the back porch. Um. And then because like when we bought it, we and and this is a little pro tip, and I'm not even a pro, but this is a little uh, you know learn from my mistake tip for those of you out there who may be diving into the world of decorating. Uh, when you buy lights, first make sure that they're all the same color, because just because they say they're white lights doesn't mean it's the same type of white. Like it, it's it's so bad. You might get white white. You might get soft white. You might get cream like white. Cream white. Yeah. That orangey white. So like we got icicle lights that actually looked like hard real icicles, and they were like that blue white. Like they oh like, yeah. Like not not they weren't blue, but they like yeah. looked blue. Uh, we got rope lights, and they were like that creamy white color, and like yeah. Um, 
I'll I'll send you a picture of it. It's on my Instagram from last year, and like it it was cool. It was okay, but it wasn't what I wanted. Right. Um. So we were gonna use those to kind of like do something cool and back this year. Just, um, you know, maybe just go around the the edge with the icicles or whatever, and then you know do something with the rope lights or whatever. Uh, we ended up not doing it, which uh, with the windstorm we've had recently, thank God. So. You've only been to my apartment once, but did I did I show you my back deck? I, I saw it, but I didn't like. Okay, so you know how I got that white like that plastic that divides the deck in half. Yeah, it's got a door on it. That windstorm broke that door. Oh, like it literally just like ripped it off. Wow, like it snapped it. I still haven't told my landlord. That's impressive. I would get on that because that's one of those things. Like that's not your fault, right? So like you can you know where like. Down the road, if you let that one go, he could be like, "Yeah, that you're you're telling me about that now from that windstorm three months ago, right?" Like, come on, bud. But, yeah, I just keep forgetting because I don't go out my back door often, right? See, like we don't go out our front door ever, so yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, and you can see over my shoulder, and you've been have you been here with the lights around in the living room? Yeah, uh, last week. Yeah, so you know that's that's a fun one, like setting up the tree and stuff like that. Which I mean, I enjoy it more than I let on. Right. Um, like I like like right now I like sitting in there with having the lights on and like there's a wreath going across our mantle and you know we have our uh our fuzzy stockings hanging off the the seltzer jars in there yeah. and you know the the wreath has lights on it too and like it's kind of a cool ambiance and stuff and like I appreciate that and I like that. I I always like decorating our uh, our Christmas tree when I was younger. Yeah, me too. Um I definitely do enjoy the decorating and stuff. I haven't decorated my apartment though because like it's just me. I'm not going to decorate just for myself like i turned all my led lights red and green right That's about as festive as festive as i'm getting uh i i, I was thinking about going and getting the uh, an aluminum pole though and just putting that up in the corner well there you go yeah yeah um, people come over what you, you didn't decorate i mean like, hey, look at my pole it's a festivist pole i uh i have a question yes you don't think it would be weird if somebody came over and they were like you didn't decorate and your answer was look at my pole no, it's a Festivus pole. I don't care what you call it, bud. It still sounds awkward. Look at my pole. No. No, I won't. <laughs> um. The airing of grievances starts promptly <laughs> at 6 p.m. After that, we are going to have the feats of strength. Um, so my mom used to buy, and she still might, but she used to buy all the Hallmark ornaments. Like... Like that was really like what Hallmark was like like made their their hay on was like these ornaments and stuff. Yeah. And every year they released new ones. Uh, there were certain collections that my mom always made sure she got. Like she always got the sports ones. Right. Um, so like, if we really wanted to, we could probably decorate our entire tree that's in our, in our living room with just sports ornaments. Sure. Like over the yeah. years, like there was always um, a quarterback, like a hockey player, a baseball player, like yeah. Um, Stuff like that. So that was really cool. Uh, and there's other ones like cars and you know, whatever else. And she's my still mom, got those buried somewhere, I'm sure. My mom's got an absolutely amazing village setup that she hasn't put up in a couple of years. Ooh. Like all the ceramic like village houses and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, she has an absolutely amazing setup with all that stuff. For years, we've been buying her like new houses and stuff. Right. Uh, to go along with it, we bought a whole bunch of ones that were like related to the movie A Christmas Story because they came okay. out with, like the Christmas Story house, and, like, yeah, the Bumpus house, and I think there was a couple other ones. Um, she did buy me a bunch of 
stuff, uh, Harry Potter themed um, village stuff that I would absolutely love to be able to put up. I just don't have anywhere in my apartment that I can set up a village. Right. Um, um, but I would absolutely love to be able to put that all up because I, I probably have, she got me like this subscription service and like once a, every month they sent me like a new piece. Right. I probably have like two years worth of like 24 or something like that. Like 18, wow. 20 to 24 different like village pieces that are all Harry Potter themed. Dude, you should totally set that up in your kitchen. It's huge. That's true. I never thought of that. Uh, so Taylor actually has one of those, like those small village things. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool because like he, they would have it set up at his dad's apartment. Uh, and Tony would always have, he called it your get sick of your family. Come drink with me party. And it was always <laughs> Christmas night, right? So not Christmas Eve, yeah. the night of Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, it was always just one of those things where, like, it would start at, like, 7 or 8 o'clock and people would just kind of, like, trickle in. It was never, like, anything crazy, anything wild. It was just hanging out, like, you know, sitting around talking and just, like, having a few drinks and it not being, like, a big deal about, like, right. you know, like, you weren't getting wasted, but you weren't, like, oh, I can't drink too much in front of the family either, Sure, you know? yeah. Um, it was more of, like, a uh, a friend's Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's there there was always like a younger group of us that went. They were all Taylor's friends, and yeah. you know, then Tony's friends from when he was younger, and then like the crossovers because like I can I consider Tony a friend. You sure, know, I've, yeah. I've Tony's gone, a cool guy. I've I've gone out with Tony, you know, before uh, without Taylor around Tony, or bumped into Tony him and had a drink. Tony was hilarious when I met him and went to the Bills game with you. Yeah, that was yeah. Was Tony, a good time. Tony, Tony's a good time. Tony's a walking party half the time. So I couldn't believe that he's like that. He, he's an older gentleman. Yes. Uh, well, he's, he's a dad. Right. <laughs> like he's, uh, but like that he still like parties and goes like that hard at like a Bills game. Like he was, oh, yeah. a, he was a riot. Oh yeah. And like, and he, like he, yeah, he, both him and Taylor bartend the night before Bills games. They both bartend on Saturday nights. So like neither one of them drink a ton like at the tailgate and stuff like that or during the game. Like they just kind of have a few drinks and just kind of, you know, ride through and, you know, I drink a little bit more than they do at the tailgates, solely based on the fact that like I don't drink a ton, so when I can, I I drink a little I do, bit. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I don't get to the point where like I can't remember the game or like don't remember things or I'm belligerent by any means. Yeah. You know, but I have I have a good time and like you know that we we've done shot skis there and stuff like that. It's you know it's a good time. Um, yeah. You know, and we so that actually is one of my favorite Christmas traditions. Is uh, we started it last year. Somebody brought a red, white, and blue Christmas tree. Nice. And decorated it. They bought Bill's ornaments and decorated it. And we all took like the the, the couple-y pictures and then, a group, <laughs> and, the, and then a big group family picture in front of the Bill's Christmas tree. So that was pretty cool. Nice. So I'm assuming was, you probably had it at the game yesterday then? No. No, we didn't actually. Oh. Um, no, I don't I don't remember. It wasn't one of our, like, the regulars um, oh, okay. that, that are there this year. I think it was somebody who, it was definitely someone who was a, a regular, more regular last year. Or uh, two years ago now. Because we weren't in person last year. But, yeah. uh yeah, we didn't have the, uh, we didn't didn't have it this past week, but um, we also so like we'll do like, uh, and I missed this one this year because I was hunting, but they do like oh we'll, Bill's we'll, giving, Bill's yeah, giving. I remember him talking about yeah, that, yeah, like deep fried turkey was, and like, yeah, that was going to be the next home game, yeah, after the we, one that I went we, to. We heard we we missed a like didn't miss a good game because obviously that game sucked, but yeah, that was uh, a terrible. We game. we missed a great tailgate with the food, so yeah. that was upsetting, but. 
favorite yeah. Christmas movie? Die Hard? Yeah, Die Hard. Duh. Yeah, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Because you cannot... There's only one other holiday that you can substitute in that movie, and it would make sense. What's that? You could you could technically substitute like New Year's Eve True. for that movie. True. And it would it it would still work. Yes. But like you couldn't substitute Thanksgiving. No. You couldn't substitute Easter. You couldn't substitute Fourth of July. You you no. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Or absolutely. or at least at the very minimum I a will call it a movie. holiday movie. A holiday movie for sure. Because you could substitute New Year's Eve but no other holiday. Favorite Christmas movie that's not Die Hard? Definitely not Elf. Like, I appreciate Elf for what it is, but I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, so, we, we've talked about that a few yeah. times. Um, I Did, don't know. I, 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 Probably Christmas Vacation. I have to share this one with you. I was on the radio on Saturday, and we were uh, we we're kind of breezing through the stuff we have we have to talk about when we're on the show, and... So in an effort to like find some filler content, I looked up the national days, and Saturday was Answer the Phone Like Buddy the Elf Day. Oh, God. So on the radio, I got to say, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? While we were selling things. <laughs> so that was, like, and, and a few people like just kind of breezed through it because they're like, you know, like we're selling things, or they're like, uh, can I get this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, great. Um, but then like other people like, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? purple and can i get the deal sure like yeah. so it was that, that so that was fun yeah um, no, uh, i'd probably go with like christmas vacation which is always a classic or um like uh the how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey i really like the live action version of that yeah jim carrey is perfect for that role have you uh have you seen on TikTok the the Grinch from um, Universal Studios? No, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. This guy is <clears throat> spot on. Oh, like if I didn't know any better, like I would think it was like Jim Carrey had nothing better to do, and he's just spending his days fucking with people at Universal. Gotcha. I've I've seen somebody who does like a really good like spot on impression, like with facial expression and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the same guy, but no, this is literally like a guy in full. Full costume, face prosthetics, and everything. Wow! At Universal, as part of like one of the attractions, like sure. you go meet the Grinch, and it, absolutely hilarious. That's great. Um, I would have to say, Christmas Vacation is up there. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with like a Christmas story either, and like like the original claymation Rudolph. Yeah, you know, I haven't with, seen that in years. With, though with Yukon Cornelius and the Bumble. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm a big fan of that one. So I'm I'm and you know movie that's underappreciated the Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Like which somebody to to tie into like our movie themes that we like to talk about sometimes. My uh somebody brought up the fact that like how are the elves just okay with understanding that like the dude they're now working for killed the last dude they worked for. Right? Like because he's very blatantly not the same guy like when he gets there, he looks like Tim Allen. Yeah. Like, and then eventually, like, grows into Santa. Like, but it doesn't happen until, like, the next year. Right. Like, he go, he, like, he becomes the Santa and then goes back to his regular life for the year. 
And then it's like the next year, the next like lead up into Christmas is when he starts like, like turning into yeah, like growing, fat Santa growing, and growing, growing the, the white beard. beard and, and yeah. And like he very blatantly is not the dude you've been working for. And like, right. And one of the elves is even like and knows it and is walking around, showing him the ropes, teaching him everything. And like all the other elves are just like, sup, Santa? I'm like, hey, man. It's like, how often does this happen? Right. Like the, the newest. And like and I mean, Tim Allen got three movies out of it. Right. Without dying. So, I mean, is he just the, is he the, the the most powerful of the Santas? I don't know. I mean, he, he survived Robo Santa. Yeah. Like the Santa Android saga, essentially. And then on top of that, he survived Jack Frost, Jack Frost, where he got his Santa powers taken away. Yeah. Jack Frost was nipping at more than his toes. Yeah. The Santa Claus three sucked. Yeah, the Santa Claus 3 was pretty trash, but the first two were great. Yes, they were. I mean, the the original one, you can't beat the original one. The second one, for being a sequel, was actually really good and really well done. I really enjoyed it. I did, too. Um, honestly, I think my favorite part about the sequel is fucking Comet. Yeah. When he eats all the candy, <laughs> he gets fucking fat. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good, too. Uh, that's probably my favorite part is just that stupid reindeer. Um, that's my favorite part of the second one. Yeah, because like <laughs> it was just like the whole thing is just funny. Like the entire interaction with the right, you know, with the reindeer was great. But yeah, um, I'm I, I apologize, guys. We're having a little trouble with the uh, with the gain on our microphone or my microphone specifically today. So, um, favorite Christmas carol or Christmas song. We'll just say Christmas song as a whole. Last Christmas by Wham. Wham. Yeah. Last Uh. Christmas by Wham. Hands down. I have to go with, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Have you ever sat there and thought about how Santa Baby is a terrible song? Uh, Can... Can we talk about the fact that there's, and, and this, I promise, will be the, f- as far as we ever dive into politics and cancel culture, but did you, like, do you realize how many Christmas songs are under fire of cancer cult- cancel culture right now? Oh, yeah. Like. And Santa Baby's, but Santa Baby's not one of them. Santa Baby is a song about a girl that's telling Santa, I haven't been a whore this year. Give me all this stuff. Right. What? Yeah. I didn't realize that until like two years ago oh, when yeah. I was working and I heard it like four times a day at work. Right. And I started actually listening to it and I was like, wait a minute. Think of all the fellas that I haven't. Oh, so you're saying that because you weren't a whore this year. Right. Santa needs to give you a ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, but like, baby, it's cold outside. That's, yeah, that's been that's under fire, been under for, fire like, for a couple. Like two or three years now. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is under fire. What? Uh, because it perpetuates the stereotype that um, people can treat you poorly if you're not useful to them, but because if you, because you know it'll all be fine if you can prove that you actually do have some worth to them and their their goal. I didn't uh, hear about this one. Oh yeah, because you know Rudolph, you know, was basically useless. He you know was like all the other reindeer made fun of him because he was a freak and he was deformed and everything else. And then you know after he saved the day. Right on a, on, a, on a stormy winter's night, and Santa was like, "Oh, I need your deformity to be able to see while I'm flying my sleigh." All like now, all the reindeer loved him. Speaking like, of Rudolph, you know what always bothered me is that like Rudolph is such a big part of like Santa Claus lore 
uh, like the Santa Claus story, and Rudolph is the lead reindeer. Yep. Yet, in every Christmas movie, like the Santa Claus, anything where you like see Santa and his reindeer, there's no, Rudolph is never there. Never is there a Rudolph. It's always just the eight. Um, and it's always bugged me that there's never a Rudolph anywhere. It's because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger is copywritten. Oh. That's um, stupid. So the copyright in the 1939 version, which created Rudolph, which, so that's when it was the whole thing. Uh, it expires in 2034 when it'll enter public domain. The children's TV show was created in 64 and is protected by a new copyright and a series of licenses. So using Rudolph as a character is actually something you almost can't do because it's because of copyrights and other things of the sort. Yeah, but you can use Santa Claus. Like, okay. Well, because Santa Claus is not a copywritten created character anytime true. recently. Like there are Santa Claus has been a thing for hundreds of years. Well, Santa Claus, there was Saint Nick, there yeah. was, you know, in different cultures have different incantations of him sure. and like everything else. Like it's not a it wasn't a created by Hollywood thing. It was True. a folklore. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created by Hollywood. It was created as like as the Grinch was created. True. So like imagine having like 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 having the Santa Claus and all of a sudden the Grinch is in it. Like you can't do that. Dr. Seuss would have a hoot. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. That that's a good point. I didn't realize that Rudolph. I, it never occurred to me that Rudolph would be under like copyright domain, right, and unusable, right? Because I mean, because that that's just one of those things where like because when you think about things like it's been around for so, so long, long, you it, wouldn't think that a copyright when it was created in like before World War Two, right? That the copyright would has, still hold has twelve more years on it. Yeah, <laughs> like. 1936 to 2034. Almost 100 years of a copyright. Like, I'm sorry. Like, That's all those crazy. people aren't even alive anymore. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, a copyright like that. And, and imagine, last. like, all of the, like, the different entities and properties that have probably had to pay to use Rudolph. Because there have been a few that have. Sure. But why is it easier just to say, oh, Tim Allen's going to hang out with a. Uh, a CGI Comet than a yeah. CGI Rudolph? Well, because I don't have to pay to use Comet. It's just a reindeer with a name. Right. Like, um, and, you know, he's like the fourth or fifth in line yeah. type thing. Um, you know, so it's... That one's definitely interesting. Um, and this is like the adult side of Christmas you don't think of. Right. Like, it's all these Why is like, Rudolph never anything? Well, because he's copywritten. Because it would cost too much money, sweetheart. Um. We're too cheap. We don't want to pay the royalties. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I don't want to pay the royalties to some dude who created who created it in '36. And like, and now that's not even saying that like that's when the Rudolph lore was created. Right. That's just when the movie was created. created that copy wrote it. like copywritten character. Right. Dumb. 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 
so the okay, so the one that we all know and love, like the stop motion claymation one, yeah, was created in '64. Okay. Um. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was born out of a department store marketing assignment. Defunct Chicago-based department store Montgomery Ward wanted to pass out free free coloring books to children during the holiday shopping season, shopping season in 1939. Copywriter Robert L. May was tasked with writing a poem to go in the booklets. Hmm. So that and so that this def, a defunct part department store and a copywriter is the one who created it. Jeez. Um. Yeah, so here you go. Uh, copywriter Robert Almay tasked with creating a poem. Drawing on his own childhood experience with bullying, May created the character of Rudolph, a little reindeer ostracized for his shiny nose. Rudolph was a huge hit, and Montgomery Ward distributed 2.4 million free copies of the story in 1939. And uh, they are all, then that's who has the copyright. Is a defunct company. <coughs> um. Let's see if I can find that here. So a decade later, um, May's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, penned a tune to go along with the poem. Um, And then in 64, Rankin Bass came out with its famous stop motion movie based on the story. Um, While Montgomery Ward shuttered in 2001, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer remains one of the most famous holiday icons in the world. Um, But it doesn't say anything about the copyright continuing however like just because the company that it was created for went out um a lot of times stuff like that reverts to the creator so who like the guy who created it being a copywriter probably did it intelligently that was like this is my intellectual property that i allow this company to use yeah and here we go so yeah good stuff interesting fucking copyrights on rudolph right (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Home Alone. Home Alone's a good Christmas uh, Home movie. Alone's a great one. Uh, we just talked about Home Alone a couple of epi- a couple episodes ago. L- last episode. Yeah, about how yeah. Kevin McAllister became Saw. Jigsaw, yeah. Weird. I'm sorry, it's true. I, it, there's no way it's not. Sadistic little bastard. Right? I mean, Mythbusters tested his traps and literally found out that you would, in fact kill those guys with 90% of the shit that he set up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty intense there. But um, favorite Christmas food? Like favorite thing that you get to eat that's like kind of specific to Christmas? Um, Prime rib and just Polish food. So I agree with the Polish food. Um, Because the Polish food is the... Christmas Eve stuff with the family. Yep. And it's the only time of year that I get like the, the, the pierogi and the all the Polish sausage and what have you. See, so we don't even do the Polish sausage. Our meal is meatless, which is weird. Oh, you guys do the, the what do they call it, like Vigilia? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we don't uh we don't do that. We do uh like fresh and smoked Polish sausage and uh usually like potato and then sauerkraut pierogi. Cool. And then, like, just cold ham. Yeah. Like, like, get a ham hock and just chop it up. and For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we do uh, all the Polish food, you know, most of it that I like. Um, There's still some things that I'm, like, that are, it's just okay. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, it's just, it's out there and doing it. Um, 
you know, and just being with the family and the the the, the stuff that I do like is you know it's very good. Oh, so yeah. that's always always fun. But uh, Christmas cut out sugar cookies. Oh God, yeah. Especially when they're made the right way and they're like still like somewhat soft, soft. when you bite into them, yeah. even though they've been made for a few days. Like the the ones that are like that that get a little stiff are fine, but like those yeah. ones that are just made just right that just like still melt, melt in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love that. Yeah, uh, but no Christmas Day. It's always kind of tradition that my family does prime rib. Oh, oh God! I feel like we I used to do. Rib. I feel like we used to do like ham or turkey when my mom's side of the family was around. I don't remember though. It's been a long time. Um, it it became a thing after my grandfather passed. That my grandma actually would just come to Vigilia instead yeah. of, and then we we'd still spend. Christmas Day with her. So, what kind of fish do you guys have with Vigilia? Uh, we actually don't. Uh, my oh, family, okay. my family eliminated the fish, uh, the fish portions because a lot of people just didn't like them, and it went oh. a lot of it went to waste. Yeah. Um. So, I don't even know what, um, like what the fish me- courses were supposed to be. I believe there were three or four of them. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty sure. I had one of my clients explain it because his family does the Vigilia yeah. on Christmas Eve as well, and. Uh, yeah, so imagine 11 at, courses. Yeah, he looked at me. He's like, you're Polish and you guys don't do Vigilia? And I'm like, no. Yeah, it's weird. I've, I'm like, what is I've, that? I've never met another family that does it. No. Like, I've, I've heard, like, similar things, but as like, far you, as, like... You are now the second person that I have that I know, that I've heard of, that does yeah, I, Vigilia. I, and, and apparently there's a, a similar meal for Easter. Hmm. I don't know. Apparently it's a religious thing with Polacks. Yeah. We're weird. Yeah. We're a weird bunch. I'll tell we're you, a fun of, bunch. We're a real fun bunch. One of, one of the but things we're weird. that one of the things that all of us uh, young the the younger people of the family used to uh, used to be excited for, which was kind of a tradition. Uh, my uncle John, for the longest time, he was actually my great uncle, and he used to uh, when he was alive. He it was the oldest male does the pre uh, the pre dinner prayer. Sure. So, um, we did. <laughs> Excuse me. We uh, so like it was my uncle John for the longest time, the longest of times, and every year he got like worse and worse with like mumbling through it, <laughs> and then he started like we used to like take bets on like what he would say. You're just like taking prop bets, <laughs> yeah. Like what he would say that would like that was like just just cringe, just like cringe worthy, um, up to and including uh, the year that my aunt died. Oh, God. Um, my Uncle John is just, he's sitting there, you know, bless us the Lord for these thy gifts we are about to receive through thy bounty, you know, through Christ our Lord. Uh, we pray and thank you so much for another great year. Glad that everybody could make it back with us again. And we all went, oh, and there's my uncle, like, like, <laughs> and we all, we all just went, oh, my God, did this just happen? Like, oh, my God, did this just happen? And, like, the worst part was when my uncle passed, he did it again, or no, he didn't do it again. We joked that he would have done it again because my uncle John had passed by that point. Right. Um, like we joked that he would have done it again. Right. You know that my that my uncle would you know again well, another another year of everyone making it back. Oh shit! Oops! Like it was. Now speaking of uh, like pre meal traditions, do you guys do um, the Eucharist thing? Yeah the yeah. the wafer. Yep. Yeah, my family too. I, I think it, I think it's a Polish thing. I think it is too. I I don't know if we'll do it this year. Um, so we are doing an in-person dinner on Friday and part of that is, 
both both of my cousins are new parents, so they have infants around. Yeah. Um, and they're very, you know, if you're not feeling well, you know, like we love you, but stay home and yeah. like, which I get. Um, at the same token, part of me is like, well, if we're scurred, like, why don't we just do Zoom Christmas again? Right. And try to do this in person the next year. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I don't for... remember if we did. I want to say we did do the wafer last year, but like you just went around and instead of breaking off somebody else's, you just like walked around in a circle and, you know, you know, Merry Christmas, shook hands and then like just took a bite of your own wafer or something like that. Because you know what? uh Helps spread disease, shaking someone's hand and yeah. then breaking something off to put in your mouth. Right. That's way better than breaking it off theirs and putting it in your mouth. It's always hilarious, though, because it's a very simple system. Like, or at least it should be a very simple system. Yet my aunt always fucks it up. <laughs> like, somebody always fucks it up. It should always just start. Or my aunt gets up out of her chair and goes to the next person over. And then when she goes, then that person gets up and follows suit and follows right. suit around until everyone has like until, until one, way or, one way or another, like everyone will get everybody doing that method. Yeah. No, like this ant gets up here to start and then like <laughs> this one over here gets up and like or they go the wrong way or the wrong person. Like it's like it's yeah. a, it's a mess. It's Listen, like we I, are definitely Polish. We, like we can't walk in a circle. We've never even tried to create a system. Like we just try to mental note that we got everybody, yeah. And my, uh, it's it's pretty funny because my, um, my method is I stand up, back up into a corner, and don't move, and eventually everyone gets to me, yeah. And then I just sit right back down where I where I was, yeah. That's pretty um, much my method too. It's a lot I of just, fun. I don't move. Yeah. I just stand still. Yeah, you'll you come, to, come me. to me. I'm not. I'm not hard to miss. Me and you are very large men. Yeah. You'll, we are not easy to miss. You'll you'll find me, for sure. Um, so yeah, it, that that one's one of my. I I don't like that one. I've never really cared for it either. I always found it weird. Um, but like, it's a Polish thing, so it is what it is. And like, it started out when like we were kids being weird because like that's when your aunts and uncles and pinch stuff could like pinch your cheeks and, and harass you. Yeah. And, but then like as you got older, um, my. We had one aunt, uh, one aunt and uncle who like they'd always want to give you a kiss on the cheek, but like they'd go to kiss you and like their tongue would be out like and like lick your cheek, and, like but they didn't do it. They, they weren't doing it intentionally, which made right. it worse. Like yeah, they weren't doing it to be funny and creepy. It was like, just on like purpose, like and their tongue's hanging out, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna have to go wipe my cheek with everything. Purell. Give me the bleach. Like, um, but like that though, that was always fun, and then like. Well, one of my family, one of my sister and my dad's favorite traditions was when one of my other cousins was younger, was always convincing him to like steal cookies, because <laughs> like his his mom, like every he, he would like just be like uh, like side eye in the cookie table, right? Because there's always just, everyone yeah, brought yeah, cookies yeah. and he'd just be like side eyeing them. So like any time his parents were around, my dad and my sister would be like, "It's okay, grab, go ahead, you can have some cookies." Like, oh, but but my mom, just put them in your pocket; they won't know. There was a, apparently there was a year, and this was kind of the last straw. And this this may be part of the reason that this part of my family doesn't come to this celebration anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently they got him home, and he had pockets. And this full kid of had pockets full of cookies. How old was this kid? Oh my god! He, <laughs> the first time we did this to him, or I say we, they, he was like three. Okay. 
So like, and, but it went until he was like seven, eight, or nine. Like it was just like, God, you're gonna cook you. like yeah. the Go one ahead. year. Do it, do it, do my, it. my sister is Queen Overkill. Um, <laughs> so she like she's the one. If it's funny once, it's gonna be funny six hundred times. So I mean, getting a kid to steal cookies and shove them in his pocket is pretty oh, funny. So, so this was hilarious, right? So we were dying laughing about it. And then the next day, like our cousins whose house we were at for this called and we're like, uh, so remember when you were telling and I, it wasn't, oh God, I can't even remember the kid's name. It's been so long since I've seen him. Like remember when you were telling him to, you know, put cookies in his pocket and like steal cookies? Like a pair, like we just got a call from them. Like they washed his pants and his like and stuff from oh, last night. No, and the like there was nothing but cookie over all over everything. <laughs> and like and they and then to make it worse, they went into his jacket because like they like all right guys, time to go. Put your shoes on and like you know put his shoes on and stuff and put his little jacket on and everything. And then they walked away to like go do something or grab something. And my parent, my dad was like, cookies in his pocket. Put more cookies in your pocket. And like so he just like. And just got, like so, then they found like just heaps of cookies in his jacket pocket. They were so mad. Oh, you know so what? mad! That's, that's the kid's own fault. Like you put them in your pocket, but you didn't eat them at all. Right? Because eventually you're just like, well, there's too much. Like I've I've had like and listen, you you do not leave Vigilia hungry. No. Like from I never, what I've heard, it's what it's like an I, eleven or twelve course meal. If you do if you do all the fish, yeah, it's eleven. Yeah. Uh, if you do if you like with, with us, you take out the fish and it's only seven. But it's all it like we joke around like what do you eat for Vigilia? Uh carbs and butter. Yeah. Like that's all it is, it's just carbs and butter. Yeah. Um so we have just this long running tradition of like you you end up with like just a, a carb belly at the time by the time you're done. You got to like, wear your buffet, you got to wear your sweatpants, you got to wear your stretchy pants to yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go buy me a pair of pregnancy pants for this because you go. you're going to have to at some point, right? But uh it yeah, it's, it's interesting because you just got the uh just so much, right? And so we, but like everybody brings snacks and yeah, and, and cookies and stuff. And like my, you know, we just yeah, just put more cookies in your pockets, kid. Just go, go. <laughs> <sighs> God, that was fun. That was a good time. Anything uh, else? Uh, anything else for any any other good Christmas memories, thoughts, or uh, ideas? No. No. I mean, Christmas as a kid, like, there's always fond memories of, you know, just the waking up and, you know, going to bed the night before and having nothing under the tree. And then you wake up the next morning and, like, magic. There's just shit everywhere. Right. Um, You know, not not <laughs> really knowing as a kid, like, how it got there or where it came from. But Santa came. Can you imagine in this day and age, like, when you... So, funny story, uh, we got a package, and I accidentally cut it open thinking it was mine. Luckily, it was not a Christmas gift. No, I, there were like four packages that came today, so Did thanks. you open your own Christmas present? No, I didn't. No, did, thank God, but what if he did? Again, it wasn't like I did it on purpose, Angry Panda. So Open your Christmas present for me, and you'll cheer up. It's in the bag. Anyway, so um, I forgot what I was saying. Something about oh, so imagine being a kid nowadays. Like now that we have this whole sidebar about Christmas gifts and stuff, like and you go back to school from Christmas and like, oh, what did Santa get you? And like, oh, I got this really nice like, uh, like this T-shirt and a new pair of pants and blah blah blah. And some other kids are like, I got an iPad and an iPhone and a, a new PS5, PS5 and like, and all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're like, why does Santa hate me? 
Like why? Why? Like that's that- that's always been a big thing. That's been a thing for a couple of years of people trying to like ditch like the whole Santa Claus thing for or, kids, or not even because ditch some the Santa kids, Claus thing. But some like, kids are less fortunate and don't don't give your kids like really huge expensive gifts right. from Santa. Right. Like keep the Santa gifts like. You know, because every kid gets a pair, you know, gets socks and a, a pair sure. of slacks and a shirt. Like, so keep that stuff from Santa. Yeah. And like, you know, and then the big things can come from mom and dad. Right. Because like, at least then a kid might understand like, oh, like Santa oh. gives everybody kind of the same thing. But like, you know. Oh, his mom and dad bought him a PlayStation. Right. So that yeah. was, uh, that's one of the few like fairness yeah, quests that I appreciate um, solely based on the fact that like I I can understand that like you yeah, don't oh yeah, yeah like you don't want a kid questioning like you know especially why does, if he, why does Santa hate me look I'm a really I'm a good kid I do my homework I do I get good grades I do what, I, what mom and dad tell me to do and everything else and then oh Santa gave me socks a pack and of he, underwear and like he, but he gave the kid that bullies me a PS5 like yeah. how is that fair well, I'm not gonna be a good kid anymore right but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I appreciate that one. And if you're uh, if you're listening to this, you know, careful with the whole what Santa gives your kids because you don't want to be an a hole that turns another kid into a pos because he doesn't think Santa likes him. Yeah, you jerks. Yep. So I mean, if if you're good, I'm good. That'll about I'm wrap good, the episode. Man. Yeah, we're so, probably at about time there. Yeah, we're pretty close. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been another episode of Comedy Debauchery. As always, I'm the Nightmare, uh, joined by my friend here, Rotten Jack, and Comedy Debauchery is part of the BSCBP Radio Network. www.bscbp-radio.com/slash/comedy-debauchery. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere else you get podcasts from. Find us on Facebook. Just type in Common Debauchery. We have a cool uh, Christmas logo up for right now and yes. all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, Put it in Google, too. We're the only thing that comes up. Yeah, it's Guarantee fun. it. It's fun. We, we designed the t- we, I designed the name that way. So um, with all that being said, I guess uh, there's only one thing left to do. I'm, uh, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. And this has been Common, Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Merry Christmas, everybody. Do you like great food, good drinks, and some of the best bar life in West New York? Then head out to the Union Pub downtown or the Transit Music Lounge in Depew. Looking for a great place to go on game day? The Union Pub offers game day specials for every Bills game as well as a great place to stop before and after every Sabres home game. They also offer beer buckets, wing specials, and more. Do you stick more to the burbs? Are you a music lover? Then check out the Transit Music Lounge, offering live music every Friday and Saturday with some of the biggest names in the Buffalo music scene. Hit them up on Taco Tuesday or check out Burger Thursdays for the best burgers in Western New York. Both locations offer some of the best food you've ever had and a great sports and music bar atmosphere. And now, they offer catering for the holidays, too. For the most up-to-date news on the Union Pub and the Transit Music Lounge, find them on Facebook and never miss a beat. That's the Union Pub, located at 38 Swan Street, across from the ballpark, and the Transit Music Lounge at 4723 Transit Road in Depew. Stop out, have a drink, and enjoy some great food today. The Transit Music Lounge and the Union Pub are proud sponsors of Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast. This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen yo wait a minute i feel like i could listen to this show anywhere 
and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network.